Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. You know, it's pecan season in Texas, pecan picking. And when I was thinking about pecans the other day, it made me think of pecan pie at Carson's, which is why we're at Carson's Deli in Fort Worth today with a pie baker, Mary Swift, and Stephanie Swift, who actually uh, sweeps the counter and sweeps all the Rubens out and, and uh, you know, makes, is, do I have that right? Which one of you does what here? Well, I um, do most of the baking. And, Mary? Yes, Mary, and um, sort of work the floor. Stephanie manages the counter and makes most of the sandwiches. And so this is a give or take a couple of years, 90-year-old business, more than 100 years old, going back to the history of David Carson's baking in Fort Worth. And so you know, a lot of people have known about Carson's Deli and grown up with it, came here when they were TCU, and a lot of people don't even know about it. You probably run into people every day who say, I never knew this was here. The most popular comment usually is, I live right down the road, and I've never been here. I'm so glad I found out about it. Well, you know, Carson's is on Cleburne Road, just south of Westbury, if you know where the railroad track crosses, and about the 2000 block of Westbury near TCU. Uh, Carson's is a couple of blocks south. Uh, this is not the place where Carson's has been for 90 years. It was downtown. It was on, T on very closer to TCU. And I guess it's been in this location for about 40 or 50 years, something like that. Just um, neither one of you was here, I think. No. no. You know, were you here when it moved to? My dad used to take me to the one on Berry Street Yeah. When, um, when I was growing up. Well, what people should know, Carson's is an old-timey deli. And it's you know kind of the historic, old time kosher style deli. Uh, you know, I wrote about Carson's the other day and posted about the pie, and somebody wrote back and said, "Carson's is the best deli west of Chicago." Do you claim that? Well, we certainly would appreciate those claims. Um, we're really lucky to be part of people's family traditions and such, and we've been doing that for a long time. So. Now, we ought to talk about what makes you part of people's family tradition. Part of it is pie. And I thought about pecan pie, but, you know, Dan Jenkins, the great writer from Fort Worth, his uh, last book is out that he wrote before we lost Dan this year called The Reunion at Herb's Cafe. One of the references in there, Dan always wrote about food. People thought he was a sports writer. He was the best food writer in the world. He always wrote about <laughs> where to find the best enchiladas, where to find the best barbecue. And one of the things he mentioned in there is that everybody in Fort Worth knows there are really two high holy days, Wednesday and Saturday, because those are the days that Carson's Deli has chocolate meringue pie. So you all made the Dan Jenkins book once again. He's written about you so many times, and he's helped make the chocolate meringue pie uh, definitive for everybody. Now, what's the history on that chocolate pie? Uh, we had a cook when we many years ago, and she taught me how to make the pies. And um, I have been making them ever since. What, she, she retired, and I started making them. What makes the chocolate more chocolatey than other chocolate pies? I'm not sure. She, ours is the, the only one I. Oh, ours is the only one I eat. It's the cocoa. It's, yeah. There's a secret to the cocoa. It's a different cocoa. It's a different cocoa. So ah. it's a higher milk fat cocoa. Butterfat. Ah. Butterfat. Butter Please butterfat. excuse me. Higher butterfat cocoa. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, the chocolate meringue pie 
is Wednesdays and Saturdays, and then uh, and go over the pie schedule so everybody will know. You don't want to get you don't want to come on the wrong day and oh, miss definitely. your pie. So go over the pie schedule. Um, Mondays is pecan. Tuesdays we have uh, lemon in the summer and butterscotch in the winter, and we uh, switch at Halloween and Easter. Wednesday is chocolate. Thursday is coconut. Friday is coconut and banana. And then Saturday is chocolate again. Okay. And then it, and then those are not the only desserts. Oh, no. Uh, oh, and no. I know there's a chocolate pudding chocolate pie. pudding cake. Pudding cake. Is it made with the same cocoa? Yes. Okay. So that's why if you come and you miss the chocolate pie, maybe you get the chocolate cake. Is that... Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Is that oh, a, yeah. is that allowable? Oh yeah. So Isn't the it? chocolate cake is a chocolate cake that we make in house, and then we crumble that up, and then pour a homemade chocolate pudding on top of that. It kind of resolidifies into another cake, <laughs> and then we pour chocolate pudding on top of that. So and serve it with whipped cream. Steve, I think this is going pretty good so far. How do you think this is going? I think it's going great. I mean, uh, of course, when I came in, I noticed there was nothing on pie today. That's people, people <laughs> ate all of pie today. But I guess that cake sounds like a like a, a pretty good alternative. Right? Yeah, we're, we're, we can fix you, fix you up with that. We're here at the end of a chocolate pie day, and the customers mopped up all the chocolate today. Now there are uh, some days you have another dessert, and it's called delight. Strawberry Delight, which is a homemade cookie crumble layered dessert with a homemade pudding on top of the cookie crumble and then strawberries and a homemade whipped cream and then some more cookie crumble on top of that. So we know how to do the sweets around here. Is there another, is there a specific date or time for that that should be... uh that should be available most of the time strawberry delights a a regular item so Mm -hmm. and by the way let's note on on the days you have these pies there that that offer is only good between 11 and about 11 45. (laughs) the the pies the chocolate pie runs out pretty early but the pies are usually hang around through lunch well you know that you can always call me if you're headed this direction and we can reserve your pie is that offer available to everyone hearing the podcast absolutely only for this podcast, though. And there, and then now, there, go yes, ahead. Just say uh, podcast one fifty five. Is that what this is, that's or right. six? That's right. Just use the code. Right. Like calling in to order your mattress right. on the phone or something. That's a, just say Eats Beat Podcast yes. Chocolate Pudding Cake. Right, right. You know, and, uh-huh. and you're, you'll you'll have an offer held back mm-hmm. for you. Uh, now, I read in one of the uh, old Fort Worth boards there was a reference to something that Carson's no longer serves. It said. What they really missed was the pink thing. What's the pink thing? I'm getting blank looks. That predates the Swift family. Yes. I think it might be the strawberry delight. I wondered if it was the strawberry delight or if it was was a cherry delight version of strawberry delight. Well, long ago, we offered a pineapple delight. Right. But... I believe that it's been strawberry or pineapple rear option. I don't think we ever did it. A cherry. A cherry. So maybe it's the strawberry delight. I'm assuming so. that it's And then probably... you bake lemon bars and brownies. Mm-hmm. And those are always available. Are they made with walnut or pecan? Pecans. So they're pecan brownies. Okay. Well, of and course, then this is Texas. 
mom's cheesecake is out of this world. It's the way cheesecake should truly be. Now see, a lot of people never even get to any of this, Steve, because they come here and eat a sandwich. Well, yeah, the Reuben, right? The Reuben, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I saw like uh, a uh, a little uh, clip you uh, posted, uh, a video of, uh, clip of a, of of a, a Reuben constantly coming at you. I want to point that was a half a Reuben. Uh-huh. That was that, big. That, that large blood object was a half a Reuben <laughs> that was being served up. That was not even a whole Reuben. That wasn't even a whole Reuben. But I, wow. I think that all the foodies and the food writers who've written about uh, Carson's my whole life focus on the Reuben mm-hmm. and the, uh, you know, just the, the various, you know, now you have corned beef, pastrami, turkey, or whatever, but they, they've talked about the best Reuben, not only in town, but one of the best Reubens uh, in a deli anywhere is the one in Fort Worth. The, there's one in Denver, there's an old family deli in Denver, is the only one I can think of that's comparable. And you go in, it has green and white check tablecloths. I mean, oh, it looks very, fun. very familiar, very similar to Carson's. Mm-hmm. But, uh, somebody from Fort Worth started it. I'm not going to say that maybe he like had some ideas, but you know there is one in Denver that's similar. You like Rubens, Steve? Oh, I love Rubens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You put a lot of sauerkraut? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what but do you... A you lot want, of corned beef, you know. A lot of yeah, do you want <laughs> a good corned beef to kraut ratio. Right, right, do, you uh, want, do you want Russian dressing or hot mustard? Let's see. Well, I think the dressing is more traditional, but I like mustard. Okay, now you've heard us talk about it. Now you really know what you're doing. Talk about Reuben's. Because, the, the, like, there's the different levels of Carson sandwiches, the Reuben and the Ruthie and the Rutherford and the, the Rambler and the Rascal and whatever the others are. It's like they're all, like, sandwiches, sandwiches that begin with R's on the mm-hmm. board. Show me sandwiches that begin with R. Yes, so the Reuben, we make our corned beef in-house. So that's kind of what separates us from other delis in the area. Um, It makes it super special. We feel like our meat is juicy enough. We don't actually put any dressing or mustard. Now there is the option, but it does not come with it. So it's some of our homemade rye bread with grilled cheese grilled cheese with cheese that's been grilled yeah and then um, there we go a grilled sandwich with the corned beef piled high and some kraut it's pretty delicious my favorite's the rebecca if you add the russian dressing it becomes a rachel or is it no that's a different sandwich that's a different sandwich what am i thinking it's so you have the rachel the rebecca the reuben the rutherford the rutherford's one of the muffins Mm -hmm. the rutherford's a turkey melt on an english muffin and we use wolferman's products for the the english muffin okay what's the number what's the number one seller either the there really isn't it's either the reuben the rachel or the rebecca okay the rachel's corned beef and turkey with coleslaw on our rye bread and then the rebecca is a layered sandwich on challah with pastrami cream cheese and smoked turkey and that russian dressing but on your shirts it says to come for the reuben or the the rachel or the the rebecca is what it says the reuben of the rachel or the rebecca okay Mm -hmm. this is all people are already getting dizzy i think (laughs) with all these names it's like they i mean they only they know about rachel because of like friends Uh right is why right yeah well to me it might be a little confusing with all these r's but uh, just as long as uh, i I assume the all they all are great so (laughs) now we could like jump off this Mm-hmm. And Steve, we could talk about something that you know a lot about, because this has been my secret thing at Carson's for a long time. I tell people to get the chili dog and get the chili. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, uh, 
uh, I noticed on the board that uh, there's a Frito chili pie special today. So I guess uh, did y'all how, how did that sell? It's really really delicious. It's very simple. It's just a bag of chili. I mean Fritos with some chili poured on top and then some shredded cheddar cheese. Mm -hmm. Now what makes your chili a little different? Because it's more of a of a kosher style deli chili. It's a little. Is it a little sweeter? It's got a little less bite. What's the difference? So in our opinion, we like to shop local as well. So we use one of Pendry's chili blends and we have used that for years and years. Um, our, obviously we're in Texas, so our chili has no beans mm -hmm. and it's very, very meaty and concentrated. Yeah, I like the uh, Fort Worth Light blend, you know, of the for the chili. We're talking about Pendry's Chili right. Supply, which right. you know, I mean, Fort Worth has a legacy of chili. We were in Fort Worth, although Gephardt's in in San Antonio was the first to merchandise chili. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, Pendry's here was the first to package and sell chili powder. So mm -hmm. Fort Worth is where commercial chili powder was first packaged and sold. So, right. Mm -hmm. You know, having chili in Fort Worth, I mean, we're we're, we have a legacy of chili here, and when you go to restaurants, when you go and have the Uncle Joe's Meat Market brand chili at Old Neighborhood Grill or at Paris Coffee Shop, you know, they're handing down an old legacy recipe. The, I've always said the best chili in town is is such a piece of art that it's at the Kimball. The Kimball Art Museum Buffet has this great chili about once every four weeks in the wintertime during the stock show usually. Then Fred's has a good chili now, too. I'm sorry, about J&J, and j, j, and j mm -hmm. Oyster, Oyster bar. bar, yeah, you said that. Yeah, that chef chili. has a yeah. great new chili now with about five different spices and uh, this whole melted cheese coat over it that, that mm -hmm. is really good. So there's a lot of good chili in town now, but the Carson's chili is very distinctive and still has its own uh, its own special flavor. And the Carson's, you take a, a uh, you know, what kind of dog is that on the on the car, on the chili dog? That's a quarter pound kosher. Yeah. Hot dog. Um, yeah. We use Hebrew National. Right so it's now. a it's a big Hebrew National dog covered with your chili. Correct. So with this we're not talking a we're not talking a low level wiener or anything. No, this is a full meal. Yeah, and uh, that little hot mustard will help you out in the winter time. Oh yeah. <laughs> what have I not mentioned on the menu that people should know about? Because I'm just talking about things that I have when I come here. Tell me the stuff that people should know about that they don't what's the hidden secret on the menu or what's the what's the best thing that i had mentioned well you know we make all of our soups and salads in-house um, chicken soup probably one of the our big sellers is our matzo ball soup because we make them from scratch and they're just like your grandma made now well it depends if she liked floaters or sinkers but discuss <laughs> so depending on what you grew up with um matzo balls can either be a little more dense in the middle which would entail that it would be a sinker and it falls down to the bottom of your bowl or you have floaters that are a little bit fluffier our matzo balls our sinkers. I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has taken a, a strange turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as appetizing as that sounds, they're um, delicious. It's what I was brought up on, and mm -hmm. well, so I've, that's what home is to me. I've come for the chicken soup before, and I think that the uh, the chicken soup in winter is important. I, you know, uh, this is uh, 
Yeah, I tell people that the best cold cure in town is the hot sour soup at Szechuan on Camp Bowie, mm-hmm. which I think is a sensational soup. That is delicious. But your, your chicken soup and then the caldo de pollo at Esperanza's are, uh, you know, three of the the best, you know, the favorite soups in town and the best soups in town. So. Joe T's tortilla soup is Joe pretty delicious soup is as good well, too, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about good restaurants because you all close at 3. The, the hours here... Uh, by the way, or 9 a.m., do you still have a light breakfast for people who come? We do. Yeah. Corned beef, onions, and eggs. Yeah. And so you have a little deli breakfast that starts at 9, and you're open until 2.30 in the dining room. And it, that's, uh, you know, Monday through Saturday. So it's, uh, you know, late breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. And then it's 2.30, you close at 3, and you're out of here. So where do you all like to go eat? Oh, it really just depends on the the variety of food that we're craving at the moment. But one of my favorites is Tuk Tuk Thai over there oh, on yeah. 7th. Uh, we live right by Tuk Tuk. Um, but Thai Terrace is good, too. Thai there. Terrace, oh, their sticky rice yeah. with the custard is delicious. Yeah. Um, I love that they make their, their noodles there in-house as well. That's they cooked delicious. for Harrison Ford, you know. I heard the that. The guy at Ty Terrace was flown out to California to cook for Harrison Ford because Harrison Ford went there, you know, low profiling it when he was in Fort Worth. He went to Ty Terrace and liked it so much he had them come out and cook for him. How cool for him. And them. I like Tuk Tuk too. Tuk Tuk is a, you know, we were really glad to have Tuk Tuk. So both of those are good. They're delicious. Um, I am a traditionalist, so I like Mexican and cafe. Um, Which chips? They have two kinds now. I have not yeah. been to try the new salsa or chip. You have to go to Mansfield to get the triangular or regular chip instead of the homemade Fritos, which started at Mexican Inn almost about the same time that Fritos started. And then they now have both a mild and a spicy salsa. The spicy salsa is really good. So I'd have to say probably my very favorite Mexican is El Asadero. Yeah on Maine. Los Asaderos, fifteen thirty five North Maine. Wow. When people well, you know, when, pe- when people ask <laughs> oh, where, yeah. you know, where do you go for Mexican food? What's your favorite place to go in Fort Worth for Mexican food? I, my answer is the fifteen hundred block of North Maine. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. If you just go to the fifteen hundred block of North Maine and poke your head in La Playa Maya and Los Asaderos and Little Amy's next to it and then the the uh, place around the back, uh, you just, just Go to all five of those restaurants that are out there and see which one you like, and you'll one of them you'll really like a lot. I mean, uh, every time I see Bud on the street talking to somebody, it's like uh, they're asking him where to go eat someplace, and he's giving them directions. So he's really he knows where everything is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've written I've typed out these addresses over the time of the years. By the way, we didn't mention the uh, the the Carson's address is. Uh, what do you say? Thirty-one, thirty-seven, Cleburne 30, Road. Thirty-one, thirty-three. Thirty-one, thirty-three. I can't read my own handwriting. Thirty-one, thirty-three, Cleburne Road, and Cleburne Road doesn't sound uh, familiar at all, even if you've lived in Fort Worth a long time. But Eighth Avenue turns into Cleburne Road as you drive south. So either if you take thirty from downtown and exit at Eighth Avenue and drive south, or if you take thirty-five south from downtown exit and Barry and drive west sooner or later you'll come to the railroad crossing where Barry and Cleburne Road cross and then Carson's is just a couple of blocks away pretty close to Pasco High School correct 
the uh, so where else where do you like to go mary I'm, did you you didn't grow up eating carson's where did you grow up going um joe t's joe t's a lot mm-hmm. see this is old. is this more like a margarita thing uh <laughs> not growing up no <laughs> But this is familiar Fort Worth, and the uh-huh. the legacy restaurants here: Carson's, Joe T's, Cattleman's, the Paris Jazz Coffee Cafe, Shop, Jazz, Jazz Cafe, Cafe, everything that Nick's got over there. You know the restaurants that have been around here, you know, 60, 70, 80, 90 years. You know, and Carson's I think is the oldest, but the uh, but you know the, the restaurants that have been around a long time that people love. Angelos. I mean, that, that's what's Angelos, Angelos yes. since the '60s. That's what's great about writing about food in Fort Worth is that in Dallas, if you go to a restaurant and you really like it, it's closed the next time you go because in Dallas food is fashion, and it comes and goes with every season. But in Fort Worth, food is forever. When I mean, people love a restaurant in Fort Worth, they, they they support it, they keep it, and they want it to stay open for another 90 years the way Carson's has. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Steve, we should talk about other news of the week. I know that there's some restaurants opening up. Uh, barbecue on the Brazos is mm-hmm. supposed to open any day now on mm-hmm. the Benbrook Traffic Circle. I think it might be open. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the the John Sanford restaurant. Uh-huh. Uh, when you know, Heim and Barbecue on the Brazos opened about the same time, and Barbecue on the Brazos actually rated ahead of Heim and made the first Texas monthly barbecue top ten. Mm-hmm. So uh, Barbecue on the Brazos moved from Crescent to the Benbrook Traffic Circle uh, and is finally open. Uh, it's kind of middle of the Strip Shopping Center near Edelweiss, but not mm-hmm. right next to it. And so John Sanford's Barbecue should be back in business. Yeah, I saw he had posted that he got his certificates and everything all in order, so I think it's only them. They're ready to go. Well, I think you know it, it was supposed to be the 22nd, so we'll see how close it came to that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and whether he's up and running yet. Uh, we're still watching, but the new Dixie House Cafe in Rendon is on uh, the verge of opening. Uh, Teresa's Dixie House Cafes have been around town for 30 years, mm-hmm. and if I don't have the Carson's coconut pie, uh, you know, I, although there are many things that I love at the Paris Coffee Shop, and I go there almost every day. I have to say that the coconut pie uh, is is only third favorite after Carson's and Dixie House. And so the Dixie House location in Rendon is about open. It's that big restaurant just west of Mansfield on 1187. Uh, they have coconut pie every day. They have coconut pie made with Splenda. And they usually have every uh, – uh, Carson's has one pie every day. The, uh, Dixie House has – 12 pies and six cakes every day <laughs> and they have them all at all their locations so yeah. yeah i'd like to get the you know a big bowl of beans there with the cornbread that's one of the places that actually serves a big bowl of beans and cornbread uh, beans and cornbread you get jalapenos uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so that was my lunch today at the paris coffee shop <laughs> was, you know beans and jalapenos so, uh-huh. yeah the uh, dixie house beans and jalapenos and, and the uh, and the cornbread and then which pie or cake do you get 
Uh, usually chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they have they have really good chocolate, and they have a, a lighter chocolate mousse pie. I'm not talking about somebody else's pies here in Carson's for too long. But, but they, uh, well, they, they sold out. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're sold out here. That's right. I've heard they have a good key lime. They have a good key lime, and they have a really good Dutch apple. And uh, then they have these big cakes. They have German chocolate cake and uh, and strawberry banana cake. They have a, I mean, a Dixie House for... For nighttime cake and pie, after all the plate lunch cafes are closed, you know, I think Dixie House is a good place to go. And they have a new uh, location west of Mansfield that's opening. Um, Roanoke is getting another new restaurant. The biscuit place that wasn't any good is being replaced by a new restaurant that, Steve, if you were just looking around and thinking, what is there that we've already had 10 new restaurants open in the last few months, what would be the kind of restaurant opening in Roanoke? Uh, chicken? Bark, 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 bark. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly right. <laughs> Soul like <laughs> Bird Chicken is opening in Roanoke. Uh, rest, a city that already has a Babe's Chicken Dinner House uh-huh. is getting Soul Bird Chicken, which will be more chicken, fried chicken, and I'm sure they'll have. We've already got Nashville hot chicken and Memphis hot chicken. I assume maybe they'll have Chattanooga hot chicken or something. <laughs> you know, we'll see how many other Tennessee cities they can bring up. But so we'll have new chicken in mm-hmm. Roanoke and new pie in Mansfield, new barbecue in the Benbrook Traffic Circle. Mm-hmm. And you know, then we need to come back here because it is close to time to order. And really, the reason we're here is to talk about desserts because it's close to time to order desserts for the holidays. How early do people need to order, and do you know the the choices and prices and what's tell tell us the holiday drill here at Carson. Well, we'll take your orders now, or you can wait until the Saturday before Thanksgiving. They have to be in by the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Um, we're doing uh, chocolate, coconut, pecan, um, apple, and pumpkin. You do pumpkin. I don't. You never have pumpkin during the week, do you? No. So this is a it's a special Carson special pumpkin. and she legitimately cooks down the pumpkins and makes real pumpkin pie and her apple pies we give to you ready to bake so you can have warm apple pie take it to your thanksgiving and brown it <laughs> so in your own oven and you're using real pumpkins real pumpkin. yeah because a lot of the stuff is squashed yes. they that they use for yeah it's uh-huh. the canned is a squash uh-huh. right yeah. uh-huh. and i don't know why i have problems with that but uh-huh. i use real real pumpkins yeah. real pumpkin. okay. a, lot of, a lot of cinnamon a lot of a lot of seasoning a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of I, spice i know why you have a problem with that and it's because we're all about using the real thing here there's no <laughs> diet here there's, there's no, no diet. fake uh-huh. here you like using the pumpkin because uh, I, it's pumpkin I've pie. I've never tried the Carson's pumpkin, uh, mm-hmm. so I'll order a Carson's pumpkin for Thanksgiving and, and give it a test. So you, know, you you have a good you have a good variety choice. So that's all for Thanksgiving. Order now and pick up before Thanksgiving, and then you'll do the same thing over the winter holidays, mm-hmm. right? Correct. And so you have another round of pies, and and then you'll have brownies and cookies. Brownies uh, and lemon bars. Brownies and lemon bars. Right, and then we have all of those pies we also offer um baked breeze and an herbed brie we offer some different holiday items 
Okay. A few different things. Okay, the reason we're talking about all this now is so people can kind of get hungry between now and the holidays and start thinking about coming to Carson's. So I thank guess, you. Uh, I guess uh, you know, thank you very much, you know, Mary Swift, Stephanie Swift here at Carson's Deli. Steve, do you have any other uh, pie thoughts? Uh, chocolate pie (laughs) today's special that's not there it's gone it's gone there's none for us it's totally gone steve we have to come back on a wednesday or saturday again Uh so we'll be back all right well thanks until next time i'm bud kennedy and steve wilson